Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with wheat and this week's headlines, the USDA April report is neutral, corridor uncertainty resurfaces and EU members protest Ukrainian grain imports. This week's USDA report did not contain any unexpected surprises, with global ending stocks of wheat and maize both lower. The USDA doggedly refuses to increase the Russian wheat crop in line with other analyst estimates of 104 million metric tonnes, leaving their production number at 92 million tonnes, which reflects their previous comment that the higher numbers were implausible. The Russian Agmin forecast their all-crops 2023-24 estimate to 120 million metric tonnes, down from 157.7 in 2022-23, which seems to support the USDA's implausible claim, which questioned this season's 24% Russian wheat yield increase. Chinese and EU wheat demand was increased. Russian and Ukrainian export increases were offset by a similar reduction in EU exports. And the Argentine maize crop keeps getting smaller. Russia have again brought into question the longevity of the grain corridor, stating that it was a one-sided agreement which wasn't working for them. They want sanctions lifted, particularly on banking, shipping and insurance, which is unlikely to happen. Russian vessel inspectors in the corridor are said to be frustrating the process, causing it to close one day this week before resuming the next. Only one month remains of the 60 days extension, which will no doubt see the rhetoric ramped up again of will they, won't they extend, although it remains to be seen how much more can be shipped prior to the arrival of new crop. EU farmers in Poland, Romania, Bulgaria, Hungary and Slovakia have increased their protests against the flood of Ukrainian imports, which they contend has collapsed prices for local goods. Farmers in those countries are blockading border crossings and there are reports that individual governments are considering steps to halt imports. This follows the EU decision to extend tariff-free imports from Ukraine for the 2023-24 season. There is little doubt that the EU has been a major recipient of Ukrainian goods, both overland and by sea via the corridor, which is another bone of contention for Putin, who argues that the corridor was created to primarily service humanitarian needs. Managed funds remain in control of derivative wheat markets who are disregarding weather concerns in some major production and exporting countries and other previously bullish stories like the potential closure of the export corridor. Production prospects in the Black Sea, Australia, the US, Canada, Argentina, North Africa, India, Pakistan and the Middle East are all questionable, with only the EU higher, although this could be reduced by dryness in Spain, Portugal and the Baltic states. Demand from domestic consumers is lacking as prices continue to fall, although export activity is taking up some of the slack. The carry to new crop has widened further, which is not encouraging farmers to sell, many of whom are busy on the land. Weather and fund activity is the focus going forward, both of which will ensure volatility continues. On to malting barley and the headlines. French barley planting is down from the last forecast. Poor weather has delayed exports and breweries are producing more zero alcohol beer. The French Ministry of Agriculture surprised us by announcing this week that their spring barley plantings are down by 16%. 
Their last forecast was for an increase of 5%. Maybe like us, they've not had the good planting conditions they were expecting. Their large traditional winter barley area remains 3% up on last year. Maybe this is just as well because Australia is now resuming its position as the number one supplier of malting barley to China. France had enjoyed a big boat trade of malting barley for the last three years to China, which has helped to keep the European export malting barley market well supported. Now France and the UK will have to manage without that underpinning. Denmark has moved quickly onto 70% planted, Sweden has just started and so has Scotland. Northern Europe still has a lot of malting barley to plant in April. As in previous weeks, there is no old crop malting barley market. The wet and windy weather in the last week has further delayed our malting barley boats from Portsmouth, Poole and Sharpness, but we will be loading Planet again at Sharpness next week. In the bigger brewing picture, as beer sales try to return to pre-pandemic levels, there are a couple of factors to consider. First, there has been a big swing to zero alcohol beer. This is good news as several of the established breweries are producing identical zero or low alcohol beers to some of their best-selling beers. The best news being that they use the same amount of malt in the brewing, but then the alcohol is removed at the end of the process. The flavour and taste are retained, but being non-alcoholic, they don't have to pay any duty to the government. And this week's oilseed rape headlines. The European rapeseed is reported in good condition. Cuts to Argentina's soybean crop and crude oil rose to its highest point in a month. It's been another volatile week for rapeseed, with many factors driving the market. Refinitive Commodities Research have reported warm and wet weather to be keeping European rapeseed production afloat. 2023-24 EU27 and UK rapeseed production estimates remain unchanged at 22 million metric tonnes, with the average yield at 3.3 tonnes a hectare. However, they comment that more rainfall is needed to guarantee good crop development, especially in southern and southwestern Europe. Farmers in France, the EU's biggest crop producer, are expected to sow more rapeseed for this year's harvest and cut back on sugar beet and spring barley. The French ministry explained how sowing choices favoured winter crops like soft wheat and rapeseed in view of the drought impact in 2022 and price levels. The total area of France's rapeseed crop is estimated at 1.3 million hectares, up 9.3% from last year and 11.1% above the five-year average. Chicago soybeans have been supported by cuts to Argentina's soybean crop. Argentina's Rosario Grains Exchange have further cut their forecast for the 2022-23 soybean harvest to 23 million metric tonnes, down from the 27 previously estimated, and the USDA have also slashed their estimate, putting Argentina's soybean production at a 23-year low. On Monday, agribusiness consultancy AgRural reported the Brazilian soybean crop to be 82% harvested, up 6% from the previous week and compared to 84% at the same time last year. Brazilian FOB premiums continue to slide as they face storage issues for the record crop. Crude oil prices have stabilised as the market weighs the prospect of tight supply against possible recession in the United States, the world's largest consumer. On Wednesday, Brent crude rose to its highest point in more than a month. Reuters reported that cooling US inflation spurred hopes that the US Federal Reserve will stop raising interest rates. 
However, minutes from the last policy meeting indicate that banking sector stress could tip the economy into recession, which would weaken US oil demand. And finally, the grain and oilseed price indicator starting with feed wheat for May at £185, November at 200 feed barley for May 165 November 177 and oilseed rape for May at 358 to 363 November 369 to 374 Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular OpenField contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.